The swamp without a still is just a tent. A martini without olives doesn't quite make it. And Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn Army, MASH Minute. Welcome back to MASH Minute, the Movies by Minute podcast, where we're analyzing the 1970 Robert Altman film one minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. I'm Megan Coleman. And today we are joined by a wonderful guest who the first thing I need to do is say, Rachel, I'm so, so sorry I made you come and talk about these minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Rachel is joining us. I have Poacher from the Indiana Jones Minute. Yes. (laughs) Any chance of us convincing you to do your own podcast? (laughs) Oh, it's still a possibility. I have a... There's always a few I have in mind that I'd like to do, so... Nice. Megan can vouch. I'm good at that peer pressure. She's good at it, yes. (laughs) I'm still hoping for the mummy, so. (laughs) (gasps) Yes! So if that can happen, that would be amazing. You know, that's an awesome librarian movie in a way. Yes. Anyway, back to Korea slash Vietnam slash (laughs) suckage. We're we're librarians. We're all librarians. Yes. We're proud of what we are. Yes! (laughs) And today we're going to talk about a minute that doesn't make me <laughs> proud. <laughs> I wrote down the wrong number out of, I think, Fury. This is minute 45. It starts with Judson happily listening to Burns and Houlihan have sex with the group in Henry's office. None of that's a lie. And it Sadly, ends with no. <laughs> Houlihan stopping Burns as she hears something from the loudspeakers. Whatever could that be? So this is the minute where we go from invading privacy to broadcasting. <laughs> yeah. Private moments. Oh, I feel like this is when it starts to become not a movies by minute podcast, but maybe a gender sexuality yeah. <laughs> history kind of podcast. So sorry, listeners. <laughs> Rachel, you're here for a very important moment. Yes. This is- the birth of hot lips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, Duke. <laughs> Thanks, Duke. <laughs> he seems so perplexed. I know. I love his hot lips. Hot lips? <laughs> Just how he, his face and everything, how he says that, or when he says that. Well, because as a 14, 15, 16-year-old girl watching a TV show with a character named Hot Lips and then watching a movie with a character named Hot Lips... And then going to college. (laughs) And then becoming a 20-something-year-old. And then sitting here in her 30s researching MASH. And having it occur to her that perhaps she is not referring to her face. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm not alone. That just blew my mind. (laughs) Girl, I went to a woman's college for like six years, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) It has been posited that perhaps other lips on a woman's body anatomy might have been the real hot. Lips. Yes. 
Not not the ones of the TV show would have you think. Yes. I'm so sorry, Rachel. Welcome to our show. <laughs> and it's like four minutes in. It makes a lot more. Honestly, that makes a lot more sense. Yep. Yep. Just gonna go there. <laughs> but if if that's your nickname, I'm like, you might want to, you know, get that checked out. Maybe we're <laughs> 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 having that sort of problem. What I love is that this was one of my friends in high school's nickname. Oh, because wow. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and did you guys know it might have a double meaning or? God, I hope not. I certainly <laughs> didn't. But you know what? I've been reading a lot of young adult lit lately, and it's occurred to me that perhaps my teen years were not the best example of what teenagers were doing. So yeah, it's Hot Lips because she kisses all the boys. I mean, obviously. I don't obviously. know what we're talking about. Oh, we're talking about. Megan, do you have a bucket nearby? Oh, um, I could. Uh, I, have a, I have a diaper pail. Does that count? <laughs> It, it does for my next question, which is... Oh, God. Is Frank a good lover? <laughs> okay. Oh, that made me laugh more than it made me want to puke. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. I'm going to go with questionable. I mean, clearly Hot Lips, Margaret, wherever you want to call her, Major Houlihan, she seems to be enjoying herself until yeah. the echo happens. Fair enough. But I kind of wonder if his wife is sort of not, is kind of glad that she's not around for three years either. <laughs> like, I'm sure she misses him because she loves him. We, I like to think. And, you know, he can help around the house. Louise! Louise! <laughs> Maybe she doesn't miss the Louise! Or, you know. Having to be his mother, I don't know. Well, that's more the TV show. Yeah, L- Louise is from the TV. For for listeners who are confused, in the TV show, we get to see the video of Frank's wedding, and it's <laughs> kind of <hilarious>. fabulous. <laughs> it's kind of great. I would say this Frank is probably the one you'd want to have sex with. Robert Duvall Frank? Robert Duvall Frank yeah. is probably the one you'd want to have sex with versus Larry Linville. Like Larry, <laughs> just because Larry Linville's Frank at a certain point kind of becomes a mama's boy. And that's not attractive to, I feel like, most people, regardless of your sex and gender and who your partner's sex and gender is. Like that's just having to be a parent is not sexy in that sense. So you probably want Robert Duvall. At one point, he moans darling at her. So yeah. It, and, and it seems like he's catering to her her needs. Right. She's she's having a good time. Yeah. I hope he's not actually strangling her. But <laughs> I wondered that too. <laughs> like, I know you shouldn't kink shame people and some people are into that and that's cool. But uh, I hope she actually can breathe. I mean, clearly she does because there's more minutes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, I think usually when strangling is involved, like more negotiation has to happen. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't start yeah. that I during the sex. That's not yeah. exciting to show on screen anyway, right? So like, they're not going to give us the whole like, well, our safe word is, and you know, like our hand signal if I can't speak is, but you know, like I would still like to think safe, sane, and consensual kids, um, you know. <laughs> That was beautiful. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went on my little woman's college tangent there. Like, nah, 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 nah. anyway. There's a reason when I decided I was going to do this podcast, there was only one person who came to mind, and it wasn't all Alan Alda. <laughs> no, no, no. These minutes are like, gosh, could you imagine if they tried to pull this crap on the TV show? <gasps> I know. Harry Morgan would not allow such a thing. Actually, no, he totally would. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll keep moving along within a minute. It, it's Trapper's idea to broadcast it to the camp. 
But Judson's totally into it. It's not like anyone <laughs> says, dude, not cool. No. Yeah. Like, maybe this isn't a good idea. And I love the man who stumbles in and he thinks it's a real pod or a real <laughs> show. And then he's like, oh, 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 no. It's like, That's oh, right. is this the Bickersons? No. And he's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm out of here. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> They definitely, on the show a few times, have them watching porn in Henry's office. <laughs> and Father Mulcahy will, like, walk in and be like, home movie? Oh, never oh, mind. Never like, mind. <laughs> or, like, Radar will come up with an excuse to get him out of there before he realizes, <laughs> like, what's going on. This came up with an earlier guest of ours. Dear straight men, or just men in general, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Why are you so weird? <laughs> But this is this is an important minute. As much as we're ragging on it, minute forty-five is the birth of the nickname Hot Lips, and it is also, I think, truly the birth of the loudspeaker as a character in this movie. Yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of the loudspeaker up to this point, but this cutting back and forth, the zooming, the way it's working, it's now uh, the loudspeaker has. I don't want to say agency, but like it has. <laughs> if, if the loudspeaker asked what its motivation was, Robert Altman would have been able to answer it. <laughs> and now you know you have to pay attention to it later on, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not just a way of doing announcements, it's not just a transition anymore. Right. If you weren't paying attention before, oh, you are now. <laughs> so I didn't realize. I, I have to admit, I've not seen the movie. I've seen some of the show. I didn't realize Robert Duvall was in it. So that was like, oh, hey. And uh, <laughs> all I can think of is, oh, consigliere. Because <laughs> the last thing I've seen him in is The Godfather. And I've been listening to The Godfather Minute. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a little bit of trouble because I love Tom Hagen. And yes. so he gets no respect Yeah, <laughs> on that show. There's a lot of use of use of the line of Pop had oh god, who did Pop have? With the G. Oh, uh, Jenko. But Jenko, Pop yes. had Jenko, look who I got. Look who I got, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> I wonder if I could cut in and I wouldn't get sued by the Robinson brothers, <laughs> the uh final toll. Because it's real good. Um, that is good, yes. <laughs> and all I can think of is, you know, when Sonny, they always do him as yelling, like, he might not be in the car, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's business, Every- not personal. <laughs> all of Tom Hagen has done in that scene. Yes. And then the fact, well, what I love, they recently said, they're like, oh, my K is just Tom Hagen in a higher key. Yes. But <laughs> it so makes sense for their characters. They're the two non-Italians. They are, so it, exactly. <laughs> it kind of works, actually. <laughs> and he kind of gets the rough in both movies, because this one, he kind of, you know, he's not liked, and he goes, you know, crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just gets... He just gets it rough. <laughs> yeah, Frank Burns is not a uh, dignified character. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think Robert Duvall does as well as he can. And that's why I was like, I want to give a little credit where it's due. He's <laughs> obviously doing uh, <laughs> whatever he's doing quite well. <laughs> I love the back and forth at the at the poker table. Yeah. After Volmer bolts, where he's like, she's plugged in. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh God! What? There's also like a lady in here when I was yes. watching the minute, and I always, I, I, it just, I'm like, wow. Like I wonder, you know, if she's like, it just makes me wonder. How do you feel about that, or is that something she's like? Well, oh, how much kind of ju- hate her? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because she works for her. Yeah. If you think about it, right? Yeah. Essentially. So, how much does she hate her, and then how much is she just going along because it's easier not to rock the boat? How yeah. drunk is she at this point? Exactly. Because this is post-party. Yeah, and that's what I wondered too. Yeah, how much of it is uh, is alcohol? <laughs> <induced? It's> <laughs> There's alcohol. <laughs> there is. There was almost alcohol as I was playing this. <laughs> Megan, women's studies time? Oh, yay. Sure. She, okay, here's something I've never thought about having been born in the 80s. Okay. She's plugged in. She's, She's having in. an orgasm. Yes. Good for her, by the way. <laughs> Wouldn't things for um women to um have orgasms if they didn't um have a willing major doing whatever they asked of them, would they have had to be plugged in? Because, <laughs> like... Um, um, I, I know th- that vibrators existed very oh, euphemistically. And batteries I'm a weren't a thing. Well, you know what? I, I, why have I not thought of this before? Um, hold on. My because you Google never history, did mash minute by minute before. This, this my poor Google history. Like, sometimes, <laughs> hold on. I need to go into incognito mode because... No, seriously. So here's the thing. Yes. At my library, I do all the social media. And sometimes I share stuff on my social media. Like, if I, I'll share a library post on my own personal social media, or I want to make sure, like, something looks okay, because I can always see admin view. So I log into mine. And so sometimes on the reference computer now, you're, they're seeing, like, weird ads for, like, vintage clothing and stuff. And that's cool. It's weird, but it's fine. But I don't want, like, suddenly sex toys to pop up. No. So I need to go into incognito mode. So I'm not, like, <laughs> so the buyer one of my coworkers, especially one of my male coworkers, doesn't go, yo. <laughs> Could you not do this on the work computer, please? Like, what the f- bleep? <laughs> um, so let's see. First battery operator. What kind of ads do you get on Facebook, then? Oh, man. Hi, Rachel. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Welcome to... Um... Yeah, I know why they were invented. Just tell me the first battery one, okay? Just... <laughs> Seriously, some of these titles are hilarious, though. Like, The Long Strange History of the Vibrator. Hysteria and the Strange History of Vibrators. Hysterical, a timeline of vintage vibrators from Vibrators. Oh, that's a great title. Oh, we're going to check this one. (laughs) Can I do a shout-out recommendation? Uh, Very different from The Godfather Minute, but also very good, is Crooked Media's Hysteria. Crooked Media does news with a leftist bent, I think is how they would prefer to do it. It's um, John Favreau, John Lovett, Tommy Vitor, Dan Pfeiffer, a bunch of Obama staffers, Mm -hmm. I think is the right term. But Hysteria is their all-female-led news show. And it is simultaneously very uplifting and horribly depressing. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to guess sometime between the the 80s or 90s, maybe? All I see is there's a hand crank one. Yeah. That sounds fun. <laughs> Actually, it says 1970s, the magic wand, etc. <laughs> magic wand. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, sex in the city, good times. Um, yeah, I know about that, not Google. <laughs> I'm aware that sex in the city was a thing. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Why does everyone have to have pictures of, like, phallus-looking vegetables? I get it. Like, <laughs> dude, we get it. <laughs> I like how I get a question that says, what does a vibrator do to a woman? Oh, God. If you have to ask. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't really know. <laughs> oh, silicone dildos came around in the late 60s, <laughs> early 70s. Okay, so around the same time. Because before that, they couldn't handle a good washing or withstand much heat before losing their structural <laughs> integrity. Ooh, God, that yikes. sounds so depressing, right? Don't think about what condoms were like back in the day. I <laughs> definitely don't do that. Oh, well, this article says starting in 1899, battery-operated vibrators were marketed and sold as quote-unquote home appliances. <laughs> Ooh, and like most products geared towards women, manufacturers promised that vibrators would enhance beauty. A 1906 American <laughs> vibrator company advertisement okay, said that their appliance could, quote, furnish every woman with the essence of perpetual youth. Unquote. <laughs> That's not actually a lie. That's not really a lie, but... You're gonna feel more beautiful. <laughs> You're gonna feel pretty damn good even if you don't look more beautiful. Or you don't right? care. Or you don't care. <laughs> That's way earlier than that, I would have thought. That's way earlier than I would have thought. Wow. And the Hitachi, which is still marketed as a personal massage device, FYI, made its way to the market in 1970. Hi. And now there is a wireless version, FYI. So, you know... <laughs> The internet of things. The internet of things. Oh, God. I love this article for Complex. I love it. But really, there's there's a loaf of French baguette as a youth with next to a very large cucumber and a banana. Like, really, That just guys? feels like overkill. That feels like overkill. <laughs> like, just pick one. <sighs> anyway. If you can't decide between those, like, just, just pick one. And then they have a picture, a gif of Will, of what's his face for Will and Grace, Will, dancing on some breadsticks from Olive Garden. <laughs> Wait, dancing on the breadsticks? Like, like they, like someone took a, a, a video of him dancing from the TV show at some point and then yeah. superimposed him on top of a picture of breadsticks from Olive Garden and then made that into a gif. Like, so he's dancing literally on top of. I don't mean to, um... <laughs> I didn't think my mash googling would take me there, girl. I don't understand what that's a metaphor for. I don't either. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna put this link to this article in the <laughs> post-ep group so y'all can, like, see the other crazy gifts from pop culture that have been <laughs> inserted To be fair, that. this is a... This is a valid reference question. It We've is. all had to take yes. reference. Right. I don't know how I'd feel if certain patrons came up and asked me this question. <laughs> it's historical. It, it is. I'd probably start laughing at some point on the inside at least. Actually, that was a big thing. I'll just throw out there. First of all, if there's a teen listening to us, what are you doing with your life? Go have fun. But <laughs> if you go to school in a district that insists on teaching abstinence only, doing a history of the sexual revolution in the 60s and someone has the trifold board and puts condoms on it like on the edges as like the frame <laughs> yes and then we're done with history day and whoops where did all those go where did all those go <laughs> just just be careful how you staple them or attach them to the board yeah but that was like an <laughs> actual really thing that's really important that one of our teachers we had a few teachers who were really upset that our school would only 
teaches abstinence only. And so the AP history teacher said every year someone wait, had wait, to wait, do wait. You grew some up in aspect Connecticut of that. and that existed in Connecticut? What? <laughs> Megan. What? I grew up in like Sticky McSticks and they couldn't teach us about condoms fast enough because the teen pregnancy rate's really high, but they taught us. It's just I don't think a lot of people listened. No. Or accidents happened, or both, but, uh, you I know. think by the time my sister was going through, they had loosened up a little bit, but it was technically abstinence only, and so the AP history teacher, every year when we did, I did um, protests, which was very convenient that my father had gone to military school, and I had his jacket to hang up and make a giant <laughs> sign, uh, but... Someone always did the sexual revolution specifically so you could get condoms into the school. Because he was just like, no, I believe that you guys should have this and this is ridiculous. And at least condoms, everyone can figure out (laughs) how that works. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. As we went on that winding road of... We're back. Sex toys. So, Frank, Margaret, good times. So how good of a surgeon is Hawkeye Pierce that that can be going on? He's just like, oh, hey. (laughs) You know, just steady hands, keep going. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah, I'm used to this. Yeah, he is quite (laughs) injured. I think I would have more the reaction of the other doctor, Dr. Sachs. Like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? Yeah. And then he makes that medical joke that... Should we ruin it again? Let's yes, let's ruin it again. Yeah. I wondered about that because I wrote those down and I was like, ah, I didn't look them. I mean, I I was like, do I want to look them up? Do I just want to be surprised? So here's the thing: I went to look them up, and the minute I looked them up, I realized, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> but I didn't until because he says that Dr. Burns is practicing a little dilatation and crotage. I cannot do it justice. I mean, the way Donald Sutherland. Right. It's amazing. Oh, and I think that's why I never picked up on it. I mean, let's uh, let's break it down. Those two words, the first word means the action of dilating a vessel or opening. Like when you go to the eye doctor, they dilate oh, your eyes. Like getting hot lips. Uh, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, things are, yep. And curettage is the act of using a curette, uh, especially on the lining of the uterus. And then you Google Dilatation, dilatation and curatage and it comes up with DNC and you're like oh a DNC ah. <laughs> um, so in case anyone was happy a technically it is just a procedure to remove tissue from the uterus which could be done for many reasons many different reasons <laughs> many reasons not oh, just the one that's in the news a lot now. Just yeah. many different reasons. Many. Technically, two reasons after fa- two things, both. So after a miscarriage or an abortion, you have a DNC. Yeah. I really, really wish I made that drink now. I'm probably going to go. <laughs> I wish there was something hard in my soda right now, but <laughs> there's not. So Hawkeye makes an abortion joke. So he makes an abortion joke, and it's so... But to be fair, like... I feel like there could have been a better medical joke made there to insinuate that he was like... Yeah. But dilatation, and it just sounds... I mean, it sounds kind of cool the way he says it, but she's so worked up. Couldn't you make a bad, like, heart joke or something? Or, like, pulmonary artery? I mean, okay, that doesn't have the same ring to it, but you know what I mean? Like, breathing joke, or like, oh, he's got to do CPR in her. I mean, something. (laughs) Not... Something that doesn't make me think about that when I realize what you're saying. But but this is the return of um, Rachel has not yet met him under his new name of Singin' Sutherland. Oh, yes. Because Hawkeye, the one thing that I will give him over Hawkeye in the TV show is that he practically sings his part in this show, (laughs) in this movie. 
So don't feel bad that you didn't Google that on your work computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it can, well, it can be used for, okay, including postpartum retained placenta. I thought so, because when yeah. I was in labor, I heard this woman being like, but she needs a DNC. And the doctor was like, well, the other doctor's going to have to do it because I'm busy with this girl right here. And I was like, <laughs> just get this kid out of me. <laughs> I Googled that in incognito, too. So thank you're welcome, coworkers. Um. <laughs> I did not because ephem, it's a medical term and there should be nothing shameful about it. And I got asked three times on Friday if I was pregnant again. So really oh. incognito mode. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. No, that's just my food, baby. Thank you very much. <laughs> was this before or after the HVAC broke? Oh, the HVAC's been up working for like two weeks now, so. Good times. Good times. Heat plus food baby equals. <laughs> it's time to go home yet. <laughs> Rachel escaped the <laughs> circulation desk of doom. <laughs> oh, no, I'm at the reference desk, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did work the circulation desk at my library. Not the reference desk ever, though. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we, I work in a private library, but if we, had a circulate well, the the box of cards that are on the honor system I'm in charge of so <laughs> that could it's be like I do circulation <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean sometimes I go over and help out if it gets crazy but <laughs> usually they're like someone goes I want to find this book and it was blue oh, I and love it was that. about and it was fiction and they're like you can go talk to Megan over at the information desk <laughs> and I'm like going inside ah and I'm like hi how can I help you do you remember anything no fabulous. <laughs> to be fair, I once went into the children's section of the library that like I grew up going into and they had rearranged and I was like, I remember there was a book and I remember the plot, but not the title, who it was written by or anything else about it. <laughs> and I know where it was on the shelf in 1991. <laughs> and we found it. Children's <laughs> librarians are awesome. amazing like that. Though. It was amazing. They're She's like, like, well, it had to have been in this section and I know where we moved that section, so... Ta-da! I was pretty amazed. And it was The House with a Clock in Its Walls by John Belairs, for oh, the record. I remember that. Oh, nice. So good. So good. And this minute ends on a so bad, but so good, <laughs> of, so well acted of... I freaking love that Frank just doesn't notice anything. He's just he's, he's having a really good time to not notice, right? And I have to say, at the end of the minute, you know, we were talking about when she says, you know, strangle me. (laughs) If you look at his hands, it's like they're kind of up there. You know, they could be. (laughs) Frank's hands are kind of up there. I'm telling you. I think you. I I think Frank Burns takes direction well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he is a military man, so, you know. (laughs) Oh my goodness. <laughs> if I if I promise that my notes are way less inappropriate next minute, will you come back tomorrow, Rachel? <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> we haven't completely traumatized you yet. I'm no. so glad. <laughs> Did you have anything that you usually plug when you come on podcasts? Uh, not usually, no. Okay. Just be a librarian. It's yes, awesome. <laughs> yes. Go visit your local library, people. I was going to say kids, but (laughs) well, kids too. Oh, people of all ages. People of all ages. (laughs) Yes. Should use their, utilize their local library. Yes. 
a library where you can look up whatever you want without judgment. We promise. We promise. <laughs> Even if it makes us giggle on the inside. That's right. If you want to see links to whatever ridiculous articles we have found this week, <laughs> there is a Facebook group called the Mash Minute Post Ep Listeners Ward where we share those. And if you're not on Facebook, let us know that you're looking for this info. We're on Twitter at Mash Minute and we're on Instagram at Mash Minute and we're mashminute at gmail.com. So if you've figured out how to listen to podcasts, you will be able to contact us somehow. And then come back tomorrow for another less traumatizing to us, <laughs> probably worse for Margaret Minute. <laughs> <laughs>